Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, travelers of the world. This is David Dunphy welcoming you to Out of Sight Adventures, uh, the another call and our series of travels around the planet that we call Earth. Uh, before we get started, it is very important that you keep your ha- hands and legs uh, in the vehicle at all times. I will not pay for your medical insurance. Um, as an added bonus, if you would, if when called upon, you would like to raise your hand. If you're calling us via the telephone and you're using a kite to fly instead of a plane, you can <laughs> press uh, to mute yourself, star six, and that's also a toggle. Or to raise your hand, if you'd like to get in touch with us and answer a question, is star nine. On the lower left-hand corner of those that, that are flying on a mobile glider, it known as the iPhone, it's the lower half, left-hand corner, the Raise your hand button, I think. And if it's not, somebody can correct me because um, I, I've, I've, I never was, I never got to fly a glider. But I do fly this plane, and I will be working alongside to help answer your questions and accommodate with the hosts and hostess needs. Are please, all we ask is if you have a lot of background noise, please mute your audio, just so that we can all hear each other. The people watching the movies in the plane can sleep, and those with pillows can <laughs> can can relax. We will not be coming around with horrible peanuts, crackers, or drinks to serve you. However, we. We will be giving you Terry and Brian to take you on this journey with Janine as the activities director. Thanks to the incredible Mr. Tyson Chicken, I'm just kidding, Tyson, for streaming our wonderful ACB radio, uh, on ACB radio. First time that we're going traveling with ACB radio on Out of Sight Adventures. Let's give ACB radio a little love. Um, now I'm done talking, sit back, relax, enjoy the ride, ask any questions if you have to and need to, and until then, here's Terry! Hi everybody, please make yourself comfortable, find your comfy seats, just going to take a few minutes to go over some safety things, I hope everyone had a good transition through TSA and everyone participated in red cap service. Maybe some of you guys don't have not experienced airport travel. Airport travel, when you contact your airlines, can provide you with red cap service where they actually take you from the curb and escort you through the airport, straight through TSA, and stays with you through the entire process. So it's their door-to-door service. Each airline requires a minimum of 48 hours to be notified. If you're using red cap service, And also, conveniently, 48 hours for traveling with your service dog, guide dog. So talking about our service dogs, we are going domestic tonight. Tonight, we're traveling to Colorado. We're going to be seeing three cities. um, And just to let you know, the weather out in Denver, Colorado right now is a Crispy, clear, 73 degrees with a low of 49. We will also be going to Boulder, which is a little cooler. And then we're going to end up at a ski resort in Breckenridge, where it's a cold 50 degrees. What? I know, right? So we're going to change temperatures by 20 degrees as we travel this evening. We are super excited that we will be able to travel with our guide dogs and service animals. But please remember, 
that they need to be um, cleared of all emergency exits. And because you have... Excuse me, Terry, I'm going to mute everybody because we have somebody with some background. I'm going to mute everybody and that way... Sounds great. You have the power, pilot, to mute all. (laughs) So anyone like uh, Terry, Brian, Janine, please go ahead and unmute yourselves. Everybody else, please stay muted to avoid background sound so we can make this trip as easy to get through and clear for everyone to understand as possible. Thank you so much for your cooperation. All right, Terry. Terry. You have to mute. You have to mute. Okay. I'm there. You are. there Thank you, are. you, Pilot Dave, for keeping it all safe. Um, just remember that all service animals and belongings must maintain clearance of all pathways and easeways. Um, no service dog can be placed in the um, escape. Um, I'm sorry, the over the wings. So with all of our service dogs, we are going to be great because we have a fantastic plane tonight. Um, The other things we need to talk about is um, when we land, I found us a restaurant. And Janine, I'm so excited about it. It's called the Rotary. Janine, have you heard about the Rotary? Yes. I even dialed the Um, number. No, tell me about the Rotary. Okay, so it's not the Rotary on your iPhone. It's no, a five star restaurant in Denver. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought maybe you'd, <laughs> I thought maybe you would pull the emergency hatch on me and send me out when I said the rotor. But um, <laughs> the Rotary is an awesome place. It's a five star, and all their meat is smoked and grilled, crisp. So super excited. Their chicken and pork is just totally awesome. So we are super excited to be starting our journey tonight and remember buckle up your seat belts and between my wingman brian smith maybe brian yeah no i'm here oh okay <laughs> something well work. i don't want to close the cabin door without you i wanted to make yeah, sure you I appreciate you're aboard that. i appreciate that i'm i'm having some technical difficulties here so i apologize Oh, it's uh, we have good. six planes on the runway. Please stand by while we prepare to take <laughs> off. All these other six Let's stragglers, hang on the plane. When you when you got um the blind people running the the flight attendant, uh, <laughs> flying away on a wing and a prayer. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> well, we promise we're gonna have a smooth ride. I wouldn't promise them that. I wouldn't promise, promise that, that either. That's no fun. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna get this in because I worked hard on getting this, and I can't. It's not working. I <laughs> That's okay. Up. It's right, okay. Cool. So we're gonna move on to um, a quick interaction. So Brian has the opportunity to um, get technology flowing. So um, yes. pilot Dave, we're gonna. I'm gonna ask a question. If you can see raised hands, um, what occurred? Or opportun- or barriers we need to overcome in the airport that anybody wants to share. The airport. There's your barrier. Because <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be traveling from all different parts of the United States to Denver. So Please if anybody feel- wants to share. Yeah, feel free to raise your hand. Uh, we have one raised hand. Um, okay. Can you and call we'll, upon them? It's Karen M. So please, your hand's been lowered. Oh, please unmute yourself and speak. Miss Karen. Well, I think the biggest barrier is trying to find the gate and trying to find anything. So if you don't have the red cap service, um, 
the red cap service is that like supposed to be free and you give them a tip or what is that it is free and um you tip them is what you want and just to let you know you can be um human guided or wheelchair and being the big independent girl that i am i was like oh i'm just gonna be um human guide walked and then i realized i really slowed down the process so now i've learned to just go for a ride so yeah and i'd love to add to that too because i i I fly quite a bit and Mm -hmm. i always give the um the person the option I asked them what's going to be, because they asked me, and I was like, well, I can mm-hmm. do both. What's easiest for you? Because they're doing me mm-hmm. you know, a huge service. So, um, And you know, if you're nice to them, I, I often ask them <laughs> to stop by the restroom for me because those are really hard to find. we got two hours to wait. Um, so I typically have them give me the layout of the gate area where I'm going to be sitting, too. And I have yet, I mean, I lost my vision 13 years ago, and I typically fly four to six times a year. So, I mean, it's, uh, I've yet to find somebody that wasn't helpful. Some of them are more helpful than others, but they're always helpful. So, I found that some um, airlines require, I don't know if it's just easier for them or whatever. They just say, we, we only do wheelchairs. So, I, I say, whatever works. You yep. know? And Absolutely. So, um, that's, that's um, one thing with the airport is finding your way around. And if you can get good help, that's great. Absolutely. Thank you, Karen. I appreciate the questions. Anybody else out there have want to any? give us more airport layout stuff? How about Mr. Abraham? Beautiful. Okay, so first thing, if you use uh, ARIA, A-R-I-A, they provide in some airports free service. So if you don't want to use a guide, you can use your iPhone and you'll have someone to guide you around it. IRA. Yeah, IRA is what the service you're referring to. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd, you'd have to check in advance because not all airports have that service. Second mm-hmm. thing is, get off the plane and you have to find your luggage on the little rug- luggage carousel. It's, mm-hmm. a good idea. it's a good idea to take a picture of your luggage before you get on the plane. So if someone's assisting you, they can look at the picture and easily pick it out other than you trying to explain mm-hmm. what your luggage looks like. That's a really great Ooh, idea. Yeah, that's a great that's idea. awesome, Abraham. I just that's have a so big great. sticker that has Duke's face on it. <laughs> I usually put ribbons, like yeah. with glitter and sunflowers. Me and, too. Like I have a blue polka dot ribbon. Really? Do you? <laughs> I put it all over all the little things and but Ryan I with people. his glitter. That's, with the glitter, sounds, absolutely, hundred percent. <laughs> the on, other man. people love it too, and they have glitter all over their luggage from That's your luggage. That's right. So. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. I just thought I'd sparkle for you. Uh, yes, that's that's a great idea too. Using some sort of identifying marker, so you don't have to describe the same black luggage to the person helping you. Yeah, they also the, sell beepers. They work. Oh, really mine's colorful. Well. Dave, yes. do we have any more hands? Yeah, up? please raise hands if anyone wants to add anything. Um, we have. Desiree. Hey, Desiree. Hey. Um, I guess I'm spoiled between um, having PDX as my, that's Portland, Oregon, their airport. Oh, love, much love for the airport and still having some usual visual, you know, cues. So for me, when I go, I don't have to um, request the red hat service, I think is what you're yeah. calling it. Yeah, red cap. 
red cap. I, you know, I just, I, you know, the, the um, light rail drops me off right there at the end of the terminal and I take, take the escalator up and then I listen for somebody with a walkie talkie and then I go bug them. They take me to a front desk. I usually get to skip all the lines. And then I'm usually from that point on connected with people that help me get through all the various airports. Desiree. So I don't, I, I want, I'm smiling ear to ear right now. Cause I want to know since I have a little bit of vision too. Uh-huh. You love watching the people try to help you when you're doing it. You're, Cause I fly out of Orlando international all the time. And so I'm very well aware of the layout there and where I'm at. And so I, I typically, when right. I'm, I don't use the help at my hometown airport and I love watching the people like so conflicted about me refusing the help and that, <laughs> them wanting to it, it's enjoyable to me so I don't know if you have that same experience out there in Portland um I suppose I could if I wanted to <laughs> pay attention <laughs> but I have just found it is much easier just to say like yes I need help right. and then to skip a bunch of really long lines <laughs> yes. um because I have metal in my leg, so they're going to either, you know, want to hand, pat me mm-hmm. down, wand me, or run me through something sure. at some point. I mean, like, this is, like, my reality. This is, like, part of every time it goes every time through. You go, yeah. Every time. So I'm going to have to go through this process. So I cool. might as well just go, you know, get connected with a person to be done with it. Oh, and then I have oh. had to go through with my daughter, who has up epilepsy and so i've had to go through the process of her in a wheelchair i've done it with my guide dog and yeah you name it i've done it (laughs) that's awesome well thank you so much for sharing all that wonderful experience so um we have more hands if you want to take let's take one more hand we have time for one more hand hand. okay let's talk to Haley Ennick. we don't hear from Haley very Um, often on these calls I, I, I never get on these. Um, <laughs> well, my welcome. husband's gone and I should you. be doing other things. But <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're cooler and you know that, so that's good. Physicians don't do themselves. Um, I, I've come to the airport and I've, had, the a dishwasher, mixture, but... I've had a mixture of um, <laughs> issues, um, including Skycap people who do not speak English well at all mm. and want to tug you even though you want, if you want a human guide, they, don't, they have no clue what you're talking about. Or they touch you like you're a germ of germ of big germ. And how? What do you guys do when you encounter that? I mean, where I do you fly out of? Point. Where's your Where's your main airport? Um, we fly out of SeaTac. Um, okay. When we go as a family, we have used Ira. That makes it a lot easier. But then you have to convince Skycap that you have it. We've got it. We got yeah. it made. And our um, service is free then. Um, so you have all the service yeah. you need. Haley, I um, could. I've had um, a couple of the airports I've been to where I've had that issue, and I just politely asked for somebody else because the vocal communication is so important when you can't see and say that it's nothing, you know, no personal offense to anybody, but I need to be able to communicate with this person and I can't. So can I please have somebody uh, that I can communicate with? And I've never had any pushback on that. Wow, um, that that's good because I've usually had. Well, you're going to have to wait longer, or well, yeah, I mean, I know there, there is I know that, gate, but... and they they will not budge. <laughs> and I'm right, not but the other thing is, is it's important to be an, a self advocate for you because yeah. you want to have the most um, safe and experience heading off to your travel destination. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Cool. Yeah. Sorry, that's my son commanding voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's thank that's you cool. for sharing and bringing that up because no matter how much planning you do, there's always a little hiccup. Yep. Oh, yeah. 
So thank you thank guys you. so much for all the questions. If we didn't get to you, we will tell you how to get a hold of us through another form at the end, and you can send in your questions. Yeah, you may want to put your hands down for now, just so that you don't hurt your arm. Where the yeah. the wings are the ones that do the flapping, not your arms. <laughs> just saying. Are we ready for takeoff, Brian? We are ready. Um, I think. And Dave. Well, I'm waiting for him. Sorry, I've got all caught up in that. And I know. <laughs> sorry. This is the airline. When you guys travel tonight and you guys can't continue your connecting flights on time, we it's, will be the it reason. Is, this it is, is it. Wingman <laughs> Brian's fault 100%. I take full responsibility for this. And if we land too hard, it won't be anything but the asphalt. That causes the problem. Uh, wow. <laughs> Ryan, where's my refund? Well, you don't get one. You don't. You might get mileage points for flying with for, for, for dis- disoriented airlines. <laughs> okay. All right, Brian. Well, yes, Dave's we going to go ahead and take us off. Why don't you fill I in promise. our history? So we are going to supposed to be working. Not. I am sorry, people. I am having such technical issues tonight. So just to give a little insight yes. of what's going on, we ah, had. There it is. Did you guys hear that? Kind of. You're not screen sharing anymore, I don't think. Uh, Your audio is not coming through very clear. It sounds like your audio is coming from a different source and not being shared. It is, even though I did a screen share. Okay, that's fine. Um, So when we went to New Zealand, it was requested that we have more audio effects. So the opportunity of improvement is our um, airplane is a silent airplane. We have a stealth plane we're flying tonight. Yeah, a U-2 that we've equipped to hold 30 people. So, <laughs> so I did not get that airplane off for some reason, and I apologize. Uh, well, that's okay. Our oh, wait, pilot... I think it's going to work. Oh. Uh, no, it still doesn't want to work. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I, ah, oh, there we go. You guys heard that? Yeah. Awesome. So just like every other airline, we took off a little late today. So thank you for your patience. Uh, (laughs) I appreciate it very much. All right. Now I have 100 screens open. Cool. So I am the official travel geek here. And so one of the things I love to do when I travel is look up the history, look up the facts. And that's how I became Terry's wingman. I'm going to do all the nerdy facts. So um, if you're into finding out about things and why you're going there, I'm your guy. So one of the things I found as we fly into Denver, I've been there a couple of times, but for uh, performances and things like that, friends, they're, they're big art cities. So I saw a couple of friends perform a professional theater there. I didn't realize that Denver is near the mountains, but not in them. You know, you hear the Mile High City, so you think it's actually up around it, but they have a 140-mile panoramic view of the mountains, and they have uh, 32, I believe, mountains that are above 12,000 feet around them. So they're nestled kind of in a valley. So I thought that was kind of a cool fact for me being a nerd. I was like, that's cool. I thought all these, I'm 44 years old, and I always thought it was in the mountains, but only near the mountains, which is kind of cool. So um, it's there's one step. So we, I'm alluded to the Mile High City. Um, there is one step on the state capitol building that is actually exactly a mile above sea level. So I thought it was just kind of a, a reference point, like, oh, they're close to it. But no, there's actually one step on the state capitol building that is one mile high, which, once again, 
nerdy guy like me loves stuff like that because that'll win me a pitcher of beer in bar trivia one night that somebody is not going to know that and I will and that'll help me out in my pursuit of trivial dominance. <laughs> so <laughs> um, it is. And we can all say thank you, Brian. Yes, absolutely. That when you have the thank final you, Jeopardy Brian. And, you, and you beat your brother at Jeopardy because you knew that final Jeopardy answer. There you go. Uh, it is one of the most walkable um, downtowns in the nation. It's the, I believe, the 12th largest downtown, and it's got one square mile of downtown area. So it's in, in that area, you have all these restaurants and things, and there's three professional sports arenas in the downtown area, which is usually you find them outside, like down here where I live, the, there's only one arena downtown. Everything else is kind of all around town. Um, it has... 300 days of sunshine. This is almost Colorado overall, but definitely in the Denver area. 300 days of sunshine because of the, how the um, mountains line up in the east. They don't get a lot of rain. And it's kind of cool to me that it actually has more sunshine per year than San Diego and Miami. So you think about those two places, you think about great weather, and Denver actually has more sunshine than those, uh, those places. Uh, the other thing that I thought was cool, didn't know, and I love doing this kind of research, is that Denver has a really, really short history. Um, it basically started getting uh, inhabited in the late 19th century, um, and it quickly, Colorado quickly became a state. And so really, it's only got about you know a century and a half of history there, but there's a lot of cool stuff going on there with, with arts and... Uh, nature and the gold rush and they're really big on preserving their history there and what sorry so they're big on their city they're big on their city parks and so they have like over 30 city parks just in the city of denver so from denver um we're gonna have one stop in boulder and that and uh our Activities director is going to take over that, and then we're going to go out to Breckenridge to do some skiing. And I found out some cool things in Breckenridge. Breckenridge was a mining town, um, and it only has a population of forty five hundred people. But for those forty five hundred people, because of the big um, tourist population of Breckenridge, there's ninety seven restaurants. So the chances of a non tourist season having a wait at a restaurant are very slim, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, Breckenridge gets 330 inches of snow a year. Wow. <laughs> 330 inches of snow a year. I was like, my goodness, I'm from up north, and I don't think I saw that much snow in my lifetime. Maybe the blizzard of 83, but that's that's uh, the biggest blizzard I ever saw. So, And then um, the one thing that I loved about Breckenridge that I thought was cool is the highest chairlift in the world is in Breckenridge, and it's called the really? Imperial. Yeah. And it's called the Imperial Express. It's a 12,840-foot chairlift. Can I go down? Like, do I have to ski down? Or can uh, I just ride up and down? Um, you might be. Or they might send you down on your bottom and make you, like, slide <laughs> all the way down in your snow pants. So that would kind of oh. be cool. Um, yeah. Don't they have okay. snow tubing? Uh, not from, not from 12,000 feet. Why? Oh, that's not cool. We got to make that happen. That would would be um, very, very interesting. So we just Um, ski. I got it. We ski. We ski. 
So, if I could just say about the skiing, it is so beautiful. Like, you can go to a lot of places in the upstate mountains of New York and places where they have the right. man-made snow. Mm-hmm. But there is something about just skiing down a hill in Colorado, even mm-hmm. if there's a little snow on this, on the, you know, and if it's a little warm out, and it is just heaven. It is you, absolutely beautiful ski snow, snow, Colorado skiing. It is just. You lived out there, didn't you, Dave? I did. I'm working on living out, going back out there, and it's just so heavenly to go out there. It's just like, oh my god, the skiing is beautiful. <laughs> and when we get to like summertime, let me know because I have comments to make about the summer weather. Um, as someone has been there. We are taking that. a winter trip, so maybe at the end you can add a little bit to that. That'd be. Oh awesome. no, then we'll just stay in the winter. Uh, <laughs> but you wish we covered summer because summers are great. But anyway, I want to hear about winter. summer. All right, cool. Is so dry snow or wet snow there? Uh, that, I don't that know. Is I didn't a... really play with it. It's just snow. Snows to me is wet, no matter how you look at it. It's water. <laughs> uh, no, it is a thing. No, there's, there's a, thing a difference. Dry. There is. There really is. Well, here's the cool thing. You, we're going to tell you how to take that trip. And then you can report back to us. I'm go. I'm actually going to Breckenridge, uh, the week of Christmas, so I can come back and tell you guys. Uh, Excellent. What type of snow? That'll be one of our calls. Excellent. So why don't you tell us about Breckenridge now? Since you, we already started. Okay, um, I can do that. So it says I'm. I he doesn't have yeah. it. I mean, that's fine. We're good. I doesn't am, have it queued up. I don't because I'm really struggling with this thing tonight. So, okay, so, so Janine, why don't you tell us about some activities that we yeah, have in Denver before we take off to go to Breckenridge? Okay, so, all right. Yeah, I got to do okay. it. <laughs> um, sure. Where are we going first, Miss are, are you, Brian, are you talking? Where are we going first? Okay, so I love Denver. Denver's a great place. I've been there a few times. Uh, I really want to go back. Uh, So for me, my goal in life is totally different than other people's goal in life. (laughs) But in the United States, especially, my goal in life is to go to all the baseball stadiums. So for me, did you not know that? Come on now. I did, but yeah. (laughs) Take me out to the ball game. Okay. Uh, Take me out to... Anyway, so, yeah, I've been to Coors Field. I went in 2018 to opening day for the Rockies, and they were doing a community cleanup. It's really cool. I didn't get to stay for the game because I had to rush to... um, I'm not sure if we were going to St. Louis or Nashville, but, like... Anyway, at least I went that day to the stadium. It was really cool. So I appreciated that stadium. It's so beautiful there. And the parking wasn't too bad. So that's something to do. You should always check out a game, even if that's not the best team ever, because I have the best team ever. Uh, oh, don't get started on that. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Coors Field is great. I loved going Coors, to Coors Field. Coors Field is gorgeous. And Thank because you. you brought that yes. up, Dave, I have a little audio for you. Oh, cool. Let's hear the audio. It's supposed to be. I've heard this audio, by the yeah. way. <laughs> Man, I am really, you would think I've never done this before. H- have you? Uh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we need to do. Deep left field. Way back. It's gone. Yeah. A cycle That's right. Let's do this. Right now, all right, cool. That's our Coors <laughs> Field music. Rise up. I love that song. Yeah, so, okay, so we do baseball. And then after we're done with baseball, we are going to head over to 
We're going to go over to Sweet 16th Street. I love 16th <gasps> Street. There Ooh. is like, yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. We're going to go on the trolley. Well, you could go the trolley or the bus. And if you well, sing, I'm going to beat you. No, no. No. You don't want to go clang, clang, clang. No. Nobody says that. that. <laughs> Brian Come Smith. On, that's no, 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 no. No. Brian. I can no, do my no. best Judy Garland impression while no, we're traveling. No, you cannot. I mean, I'm you tying cannot. in all of no. my That idea is somewhere over the rainbow and you're going to be over the wing. Um, That's it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, look. I just want to tell you in Trolley Towns, nobody sings that. Nobody sings that song um, when they we're riding on cable Main cars in New Orleans. Okay, well, that's not real. But okay, so let's talk about 16th Street um, because I love 16th Street. Okay, so you get in this bus, trolley, whatever, and it goes up and down the street and it's free and you jump on and you jump off. Jump on it. Okay, anyway, um, so there um, are lots of restaurants and like snack things. And when I was there, I jumped off because I did a raid. And Hey, look and at this. There's, these- there's a trolley coming. Oh, oh my gosh, you... Thanks. Yes. You're so sneaky. I'm so glad your audio is working. So. I almost got this figured out. By by January, I'll have this down, everybody. So. You just don't want me to talk about 16th Street. I get it. I get it. No, you wanted a trolley sound. I did not, but okay. So I did. I did. Okay, but can we talk about hey, the coolest part? We're having fun part? here, guys. Yes, talk, talk about the coolest part of 16th Street. 16th Street. Okay, so I'm really, okay, so I haven't been there since I can't see, but I'm really into art and museums and stuff like that. And again, um, so they have these cows. <laughs> These painted, oh, yeah, the cows. The cows. Yeah. So you get off the trolley and up and down the street, there's these cows and you could sit on them. I sat on it. Anyway, there's multiple. And I took pictures in front of like five or six of them and they're painted by different artists and they're really cool. And, and they're around them, the Denver area. What? When you sit on them, do they move? <laughs> yes, I moved for the cow. Why, Brian? You know what? Hey, okay. I want to be the fun Brian tonight. Okay, please. Let's try that. So, and I'm going to tell you how you can become the fun Brian awesome. in just a sec. In just a sec. So, so then, um, yeah, so this is cows in the 16th Street and you can hop on and off and eat. Um, I went to some other place. But then, so a couple blocks away, um, I forgot what street it's on because, you know, I parked in the parking lot. And Anyway, so there's this place called City Pop, and they have amazing popcorn. And besides City Pop, pop next door, there's a dispensary. So you could uh, get some uh, herbs if you like, you know, for baking or to just relax or whatever. And then there's City Pop. And then next to City Pop, on the other side, it's like two doors down. There's this place called Mermaid's Cupcakes. And they have won um, the Cupcake Awards and they won the Bake Off show. And so you go in and it's like this private thing and it was really cool. Um, She sold out of cupcakes actually when I was there and there was only one. Actually, she had two cupcakes left and there was a bride and groom having a consultant when we were there. So I bought the last two cupcakes. And so, yeah, so City Pop and the cupcakes. Come on, there were two cupcakes. I like, you know. So, yeah, so that's 16th Street and you walk and you go there. And then, um, Across town in Denver, there's a place called Buttercream Cakes, and those cupcakes are much better. Um, yeah, so there's that. Now, also, another cool place in Denver, for those who don't know, for the 20th anniversary of the ADA, the American Disabilities Act, they built a botanical garden, and it has different levels. And before they opened, um, 
everyone who worked there and the designers and stuff, they blindfolded them and they had wheelchairs and they had, um, they put earphones on so they would be deaf. Um, so you could walk around and try it out. Now, unfortunately now they don't have any audio tours and stuff, but they made it so you can walk through and have different scents and different feels when you walk through the botanical garden. And it's just kind of like a nod to Americans with disabilities. So I thought that was kind of cool. So that's something to do. And then if you don't want to do that, like, I know you have a sound for me because you didn't like my sound. So (laughs) you're much better. You can go to the... <laughs> okay. <laughs> you win. You win. Um, so you can go to the mint. The mint is cool. Um, the bad thing is you can't take a bag with you and you can't take your phone with you and they're going to take it away. But there's free tours all the time. And if you call them 10 days before, they will get you, <laughs> if you can see, and you're deaf, they will get you an interpreter. Um, and if you're blind, they'll try to get you assistance. But there's no guarantee, but you can take a tour of the mint and see how they make coins. And I think you get a sample on your way out. So in Denver, we're going to go to 16th street, Coors field, have cupcakes, go to the dispensary to help me deal with you, Brian. And then, <laughs> then now I just need to remind everyone, don't go too crazy because whatever you buy at the dispensary, you will not be able to transport onto the plane home. So just remember, can I, I steal the cow. I really want to take the cow home with me. Cow, Janine. So first you wanted to take the sheep from New Zealand. Now you want to take the cows from Denver. Apparently, Janine's starting a petting zoo in Kissimmee, Florida. (laughs) I do have a bunny. I mean, no, I don't want a petting zoo. I don't want a petting zoo. Okay, so that's the cool stuff in Denver. Um, Yeah. So Terry, where are we going now? I think you found a cool place that we could go. Yeah, we're we're gonna go to Boulder for a moment because of course we we talked about baseball. But um, you you everybody knows we got to talk about (laughs) some college football. So Boulder is a university um, city, and of course we've got the Buffalo. Yeah, it is. It's what university. universities there. Oh, geez. What do you University think of Colorado of it is? Boulder? Oh, thanks. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so sorry. So sorry. I just thought it's I'd okay, ask. Janine. I know. It's not a blind moment. It was a blonde moment. No, so, no, no. Um, <laughs> We're having too much so, fun tonight. So just to let you know that they for their mascot, it's actually a live bull, a, a, a live buffalo that they use. Um, but the Pac-12 are not playing till November, so they haven't started their football season. But being an SEC girl, um, I was very interested in finding that out. So, yep, we got to go catch a football game, but we got to hang out till November. Mm-hmm. Um, then, I forgot to. Sorry, go ahead. I apologize. It's okay. It's okay. Um, we can do some cheers. We want to go go Buffalo. Okay. So the next thing that's really cool about um, Boulder is it, it's a college town, and so they have a lot of really inexpensive places to eat. And there's this one place called Leaf. So I know, Janine, because you toughed it out and went to the Rotary with us, we're going to go eat at the Leaf, which is like the best vegan um, restaurant <laughs> that they have. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. You do love and, me. And you guess do what love they me. have that you're going to love? Tell they have what. this special watermelon tea. 
chamomile love watermelon, watermelon tea. And I know how much you love watermelon. <laughs> I do. I do. It's delicious. <laughs> so, but for those of us that like to be carnivores, um, mm. there is so many restaurants. And what's nice is, is being a college town. So there's this one restaurant called, um, I love the name of it. It's um, the the one on the hill. <laughs> so you're like, where are we going to go? Oh, the place on the hill. <laughs> So um, I thought that was kind of a funny name for a restaurant and they have euros and gyros there and um, pretty exciting. And euros the other- and gyros. There's I mean, a difference. Aren't they the same thing? <laughs> okay. They're the same okay. thing. Tomatoes, tomatoes, yeah. tomatoes, tomatoes. Okay. <sighs> Thanks go for on, keeping on. me on the street. Let's just call the whole so thing off. on that note, it's really awesome. All the things. And unfortunately, we're running out of time and we want to hear about Brian. Let's go play in the snow. Wait, can we go to Red Rocks first and go to a concert? Because, oh, you know. Yeah. I'm having fun with the sound cues. <laughs> That's nothing to do with a concert, Brian. Well, We're going to Red Rocks. You, threw, you right. got out the already. <laughs> go ahead, yeah, Ari. well, no, it's cool. We, we will skip the concert for you and go play in the snow. I'll be staying at the concert, but let's go ski cool. or whatever. So we are going to go out to Breckenridge, which, um, like I said earlier, started out as a mining town and now has one of the top ski resorts in the country. And what attracted me to Breckenridge and why my family and I will be going there uh, in December is that they have the Breckenridge Outdoor Education Center. And so they offer adaptive, um, accessible winter sports. So they offer skiing, um, cross-country skiing, and there was one other thing. Snowboarding? Tubing? No, it's snow. It's skiing, cross-country Making skiing. snow angels? <laughs> oh, I'm a master at that, especially when I fall off of the skis. Mm. Snowshoeing? So snowshoeing. Yeah, Thank snowshoeing. you so much. I appreciate that. I, that was, was Desiree. Thank you, Desiree. So, yeah, so it's snowshoeing, which they actually offer guided tours with when they, you're not just going out and they're teaching how to do it. They do a guided tour with it. Um, and then they have adaptive skiing, uh, one of the things I was told that I have to confirm, but they'll have like double person skis. So mm. you can go like if you're vision impaired or blind like us, we can go with somebody on the skis with us. And so we don't you mean like tandem skis, <laughs> like, like tandem skis. Yep. <gasps> That's scary. Um, and then I might actually be able to graduate from the bunny slope. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm that adventurous, but yeah, I, that's where I plan to be there in the hot cocoa stand. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other things that I, um, I'm really looking forward to is a guided snowmobile tour through Breckenridge. Mm-hmm. So you'll get to go. They'll take you different places up in the mountains and show you things. Uh, just down the road, there is a snow tubing mountain. So you're not at 12,000 feet like Terry'd like to do, but you're up there pretty high <laughs> and you're snow tubing. And for me, since I've lost my vision, I love doing things where I get to feel so kind of adventure sports and things like that and roller coasters. I like where I can feel the sensation since I can't completely see it. So um, those are really cool things in Breckenridge. And I asked my friend who lives out there, what's the chance of snow the week of Christmas? And she told me 100%. And if I ruin it, she's never speaking to me again. So there is a strong chance of snow when you go out there, hence the 330 um, inches a year. So I thought that was really interesting that there's places, and a lot of the uh, ski resorts have things like that for us that 
where they can teach us and and go with us. So, um, and then the other thing, going to my nerd, the Breckenridge Historic Society is runs like nine different museums. They have guided tours around town. They have abandoned uh, gold mines that mm-hmm. you can go in. So there's a ton of things to do, even if you're not into you know skiing, snowing, snowmobiling. And the number one thing that was the clincher for my wife is a guided um, dog sledding tour through town. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, something that we're going through. So those are the fun things in short to do in Breckenridge. <laughs> no dog sound, Brian? No, Where's no your dog, dog sound? sound? No, I mean, someone else me. provided it. Yeah, exactly. I didn't need to play yeah. it. So. Okay. Um, but <laughs> so the dog's out. The, that's uh, right apparently that's it was Thanks, uh, so we are gonna go ahead and open it up um for some questions dave so if you can follow the the hand raising here i want to open it up to people that have either done winter sports since they've lost their vision or people that have questions about it and how it might work so if we can have that go on that would be amazing i believe abraham's on the call we have kelly james hey kelly Hey, um, hey, hey, I've actually been to Steamboat Springs, Colorado, uh, about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, for my cousin's wedding, and I have a cousin that lives out near Denver, Um, but, and then one of my roommates was in Aspen, lives in Aspen, Uh, so anyways, um, but I I grew up in the Northeast doing uh, skiing, um, and uh, I enjoy skiing, and I did do a, when I was in Steamboat, I did a snowshoe tour, and that was fun. Um, and the the you also before you go you want to make sure um, you get you can ask your doctor for medication to prevent altitude sickness. Ah, that is something I didn't know, and I appreciate that information. <laughs> I forgot so, that. I've had that before. So just, it's not fun. <laughs> so just um, yeah, yeah, and um, drink a lot of water with it, and yep. you know, drink a lot of water when you're there. And I don't know if they have, I know in Steamboat, they had like an IV bar. So it was like a place yes. to go and get, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And then even at the resorts, they would like come to your, they could come to your resort, which I thought was kind of crazy. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So what what did you it's like? <laughs> now, when you, Kelly, when you skied, what was, did you have any challenges and what did you like about it? So I like it when it's, you know, like powder. I mm-hmm. don't like it when it's, um, when there's a lot of people and when it's a re- very narrow, I mainly skied in, um, New Hampshire and Vermont. I actually did oh. not go skiing in Colorado because I couldn't afford it. Um, <laughs> but <clears throat> the, um, I usually skied with somebody in front of me. I had some vision. I have some vision. Um, my vision has been the same my whole life. I have nothing in my right. Some, some vision in my left. But, um, yeah, when I was a kid, I, I was with a group and, um, of different, um, there was me and another blind girl, but the rest of the people were sighted, but I had, we had vests on that said blind skier. Um, but otherwise, like we also used to, um, they have these in Colorado or they, they used to have them in Colorado as well, but they were called Mountain Dew Vertical Challenge. And it was like this big, um, Ski tournament, ski races and snowboard races they would have like throughout the winter. And then it, there'd be a uh, like end of the season, you know, finale type of thing. 
Sure. And uh, so I did that with um, with my aunt in front of me, and I was skiing really fast. And very so, cool. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Skiing is fun if you can afford it. My my um and um uh my siblings were all like ski instructors, so oh, nice. um, my family has been in the winter in the winter sports arena for a while. So that's awesome. Well, thanks, Kelly. I appreciate you sharing. Dave, we got any other hands up? Hold on. Um, let me. Uh, let me. Okay, we have Desiree. Hey, Desiree. Hello again. Hi Hello. again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I've done dog sledding, and I did it in Fairbanks, Alaska. Oh, and nice. Not Alaska, but in Minnesota. That was beautiful. bomb. And I highly, highly recommend it for people. It is super tactile. Very um, cool. Whether or not you're just riding or whether or not you actually get to drive the sled. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I cannot... Um, I would they have say, so much fun. I have to add to this, Desiree, with you because it, <laughs> they have so much fun. They get, <laughs> they get all loud and oh, happy, they and they do. love it. So well. There's a up. blind dog yeah. sledder named Rachel Skidoris. She's I've a great There is. She's, yeah, cool. I've read her book. But I would recommend if you want to actually get a bit more hands-on tactile, not to necessarily take the guided tour downtown because you just get your, <clears throat> if you get to go you know a little bit somewhere off the beaten path uh, they might let you drive which oh, very cool. Cool. oh i'm yeah. all about driving uh-huh mm-hmm. very very uh-huh. cool yes it was yeah, <laughs> awesome thank you so much desiree thanks so much for sharing s- any more hands let me see no, have- you guys needed sound because I've got sound that I recorded from my uh, dog sled stuff. So. Well, we will reach oh. out for the next uh, next time we go. Uh, Hiel is up next. Hey, Hiel, how are you? Hello, beautiful people. Let me tell you what. I came on this call late, and the, one of the first things I hear is something about cows, and I'm so confused. <laughs> because <laughs> because the, fir- the first thing I'm thinking about is like, oh, she's talking about trolleys. New Orleans? New Orleans. They're talking about New Orleans. And then I hear cows. I'm like, New Orleans doesn't have cows. <laughs> it was very confusing. But anyways, now that that oh. has been settled. Um, Do you want me to re- go over the cows? No, thank you. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks, Janine. Um, anyways, so I would, I, I've never done winter sports, but I figure that now that I live in Western Washington, and I live close enough to mountains. Um, the mm. the place where I work, which is my house for the blind in Seattle, apparently they used to they 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 don't do them so much anymore because of lack of interest. But I'm gonna start poking people about this because in November, December, no, actually like December, they get a group together for cross country skiing. Yes. and mm. there's um one. W- somebody who works at the lighthouse i forgot what the name of it is but it's basically like an organization for blind skiers is it ski for light so i think it is and she's a a member of that is yeah is abraham still on the call he's a member of ski for light yeah i'm back hey ski for life life. go for it buddy wait no hiel's talking oh hiel's talking 
Yeah, let her finish. So, so yeah, so um, she's a she's a member of that organization. Apparently, she's a she's been doing that for several years. So, yeah, it just sounds really interesting, and I've always wanted to do something like that. Um, but so now that I live in a colder state that's not Texas, um, <laughs> I can you know do something like that. So. Yay. Awesome. We look forward to hearing about your adventures, Hale. Yeah, I can't wait for seeing pictures where you can post on our Facebook page, Out of Sight Yay. Adventures. Yeah. I will do that. Thank you so You're much. You're the best. Thanks, Hale. Thanks, Hale. Sorry about that. Okay. Abraham, do you want to talk about it? Yeah. So first, if you're going to be in Colorado, you've got to try their green chili burgers. They're really good. Okay. I have the palate of a six-year-old, so I might ask my wife to try it, and I'll take her description and let you know what I think. <laughs> okay. Because the green chilies there are unique to Colorado and New Mexico, so you really can't get them in any other states. Okay. You're slowly mm. talking me into it, Abraham. Yep. Don't <laughs> threaten ski- me with a good time. Yep. Now, for <laughs> Ski for Light, the one that Hayel is talking is most likely a regional uh, where several states have their own uh, affiliates, and they do anywhere from, they do multiple trips a year depending on the affiliate. Or you can do the international one, which is a week long, where if we don't have the COVID going on, it would have been in Colorado in 2021. And I'm guessing it will be in Colorado in 2022, where you're up by Snow Mountain Ranch, which isn't too far from Breckenridge where you can do cross-country skiing, tubing, or snowshoeing, or playing hide-and-seek with the moose. Ooh, hide-and-seek with the moose! Hide-and-seek with the moose. With the moose! Where's the squirrel? That sounds utterly dangerous and absolutely fascinatingly fun. So fun. Let's go play with moose. (laughs) No, you're mainly hiding from the moose because they are huge. Well, now, thank it, you, now, Abraham. Now, when you play hiding a secret of moose, is it the same as humans? Like, if you can't see them, they can't see you? Mm. Yes, that's exactly awesome. so. Perfect. When you go up, then I'm in. So, Pilot Dave, do we have any more hands up? We have a. Uh, Desiree's up again. I don't know if you wanted to add something or. You yeah, just we have time for one more. Why don't you finish that out? Finish this out, Desiree. Desiree? Okay, two things. One, Portland has cows, uh, and I believe several <laughs> other cities across the <laughs> country do. And Hayal, if you haven't already, you might look into the Northwest Athletes Association. They do all kinds of outdoor stuff. Oh, I will look into I've never even heard of it. Thank you so much for that. I, okay. I want to do outdoorsy stuff and just get more fit mm-hmm. and weight and stuff. Alrighty. So I just want to have fun. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Awesome. All right. I think it's time for trivia. Yes, we have trivia. trivia. We'll be giving out a $100 savings card as our prize. Uh, Dan was our last winner, and I've been a slacker. He will get that card tonight. You and are a slacker. You slacker. I've been trolley noises. I know. You I've been obsessed yeah. with the fun. I don't, if you're going to slack off, I don't think get a pretty stewardess to take your place, buddy. You know, yeah, just, that's true. You know, can't have <laughs> although, that. Although I tell my wife she's married to the best-looking blind chubby guy in Florida. So, uh-huh. um, <laughs> anyways, um, so I'm going with what made Denver and that area famous. Oh. I I want to know. Oh. 
Wait, 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 wait. Lower all hands. The lower all. I know. Yeah, lower but all we got to make sure all the hands are down. And Dave, the first one that wait. raises their hand and gets it right. Yep. I have a feeling there might be some googling going on here, but maybe there's a super nerd out there. What year did the Colorado Gold Rush begin? Hmm. That's the whole reason. Oh my gosh, Terry. <laughs> Terry Ba. Ba. Terry She's so lucky I'm not in the same building with her. Moo. <laughs> do, we have any, do we have any hands up, Dave? Can I raise uh, my hand? No. No. Uh, what? We, no one yet. No one yet. See, All right, see I can raise my I'm hand. Being you can raise my hand. It should be time, though. Like, it should be time yeah. if they don't get the answer in a certain time because you don't All want right, to Google it. All right, so we're we going to make it really, really easy since the first one was hard because I'm a trivia nerd. Mm-hmm. What is the name of the NHL team based in Colorado? Oh, come on. <laughs> pilot, can the and pilot I, answer? No, the, no, no, nobody on the staff can answer. Uh, uh, Kelly James. Oh. Go. Is it the Denver Broncos? That's football. Uh, Wait, that's NFL. football. Football. That is football. Oh, NH. Oh, hockey. Uh, hockey. Good job. Good job. Uh, All right. Who's next? Dave Kinnery. Dave? You can unmute. The, the Avalanche. Ding, 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 Mm-hmm. Almost zero population in Denver in 1858, and it became a gold mining boomtown. I didn't know that. Yep. Because, you so, know, San Francisco Niners, you know. The 49, they're starting 49. And yeah. So if you pay attention, that might be a question when we go to San Francisco. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm so grateful for you, Brian. I'm so yeah. glad you're our wingman. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, so, really, really cool about the sports. I forgot to add this. It is one of very few cities that has seven professional sports teams. So it's a big sport. Yeah. Team. All right. So we are going in for our landing. So I'm going to turn it over to our travel directors for our closing comments here. Mm. Well, again, everybody, thank you so much. But unfortunately, I just got a phone call. And due to weather, we have to stay overnight in Denver. Yay. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to take a moment and take a look at um, Expedia and Priceline. And, oh, it looks like there's a room to stay at the Crown Plaza. Oh, look at that. It's like a three and a half star. That's not too bad. It's about $134 for tonight. Um, oh, wait. Anybody wait, else? Brian, got, what, do, what yeah, do you got? I got something right here. I got $92 a night. Oh, awesome. So, so you use the app to find there. that $92 and that's taxes, right? That is all inclusive. Yep. So awesome, um, guys, like we've told you, our passion here is travel. We found a better way to travel. So if you guys have any questions about that, you can reach us at out of sight adventures, 2020 at Gmail. If you have any questions, you can email us there out of sight adventures, 2020 at Gmail, or as of today, our Facebook page is up. So if you saw our ACB um, community post on Facebook, uh, the Out of Sight Adventures Facebook page is up. Um, if you have any, if you have any vision and can see the screen, you'll see the logo, which is the Earth with a pair of sunglasses, and then also the cover photo will be uh, a picture that I took of the Northern Lights from Iceland. And so mm-hmm. we'd love for you guys to interact on that Facebook page. You can um, shoot us questions. You can post your travel pictures. Uh, and we want to make that a community for us that we can interact with each other and um, 
as we build this thing every week and go on different adventures, I will tell you that next Monday at 8 p.m. we will be going back international. So get those passports ready. Um, we're excited for you guys to join us. Once again, that's Out of Sight Adventures 2020 at Gmail and Out of Sight Adventures on Facebook. You can reach us there, post pictures, and ask any questions. We really, really appreciate all the interaction for making this call fun for us to do mm-hmm. and letting us be lucky enough to share what we love in life. Guys, thank you so much. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you, Dave. Yes. Thank you, Janine. Thank, thank you for Terry. doing Thank, thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank, you to Tyson. thank you, Tyson, for streaming. Got to give yes. Tyson love for streaming. We had our, our very first week streaming, so that's exciting, too, guys. So thank you yeah. for making the success. All right, and y'all. We'll see you guys next week at 8 o'clock. Take care. Hey, thank you. Bye.